Two-minute drill in just a second. We got NBA stuff to talk about, college hoops, maybe even some MLB futures as well. Before we wrap up today with lightning bets, if you missed anything, including the great conversation we just had with my buddy John Martin from Memphis, the co-host of BetQLU, you can always rewind inside your Odyssey app or go back and download it as a podcast later wherever you get your podcasts. Search BetQL daily of course we had our nl east preview earlier college basketball bounce backs and building blocks early mlb win total moves a lot going on as we get you into the weekend aaron and joe back on monday i'm chris mack alongside j-rod jim rodriguez we will get you our lightning bets before we wrap up but what was this so milkshakes are really big at kane's baseball games right j-rod right. and right down in yeah, the University of Miami, the, the, when you go to Mark Light Stadium um, at Alex Rodriguez Field, um, at, when you go down there, the thing to do is you get a milkshake. People will stand literally three or four innings long to get a milkshake. It's, it's oh, what wow. you do at Canes baseball games. And I just got on X here, and guy who we follow locally here said that they're introducing a new milkshake at Mark Light Stadium oh. this year for Kane's game. It's an everything milkshake, which has uh, locks, like bagel locks, with ice cream. And oh. it looks horrendous, but oh. uh, I can't. So we've I mean, got everything doing this bagel since... flavor with locks. Not flavor, they actually milkshake. have the locks in there. The locks are in the milkshake. This um, is hideous they've been doing um, they've been doing milkshakes at, at, at Kane's game since 1986 it's like the thing but they may have overstepped their their, their bounds here yeah they've jumped the shark here this is a classic example I always argue against things like this like uh you know like peanut butter flavored whiskey I love peanut butter and I love whiskey you know what I don't need together peanut butter and whiskey um, nah you're you're wrong on this one you're wrong on this no, one let's go no, Jay. totally yeah. right here we I'm go. totally You're right on. on this one. I'm totally right. No self-respecting. Look, my, my well, there's wife, your issue. Within, my, my wife is within earshot, so I can't get too loud about this. But peanut butter whiskey is an abomination. It is ruining good whiskey by, oh, it tastes like peanut butter. That's delicious. No, I don't need peanut butter to make my whiskey taste good. It's whiskey. It's good already. It's the same thing when people try to do like, bacon flavor candied bacon chocolate covered bacon come on man bacon is good chocolate is good i don't need to put the two things together you're taking two good things and two wrongs don't make a right or whatever the hell i'm trying to say here it's bad you don't need everything bagel and lox flavored milkshakes milkshakes are wonderful at mark light stadium and everything bagel with lox delicious you don't put the two of them together it's just it's disgusting and those of you that like peanut butter flavored whiskey um go run off with the every everything bagel milkshake people and go make children with disgusting taste buds somewhere else far away from me <laughs> well if i'm you in have a peanut butter whiskey peanut i'm out on the milkshake maybe you will make kids with it with busted up uh, taste buds you never know but but that's a different show it's it, uh, and Gurch is in the chat telling me screwball is good too, that peanut butter flavored whiskey. I I don't I'm look, you guys like it. I'm happy for you. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you found a whiskey that is palatable to your very sensitive taste buds. 
I okay, don't, don't talk oh to me like gosh. I'm some bastard that go. doesn't appreciate a good whiskey. All right? Go. Listen to me right now, Chris uh. Mack. I'm a, I'm a whiskey enjoyer, bona fide. However, I am saying that a peanut butter whiskey in the right situation does hit. Clearly, you've never enjoyed uh. a shooter of screwball right on a ski lift. Skiing, it's the same situation as fireball. No, the, if, if I need whiskey while I'm skiing, Jake, you know what I'll do? I'll take whiskey. I won't put peanut butter in it. It's an abomination. You're an abomination. <gasps> You're going to take Bushmills up there on a ski lift? No, you want a little screwball. And if, you know, you're with the boys a little bit in the morning, you need a good wake up, you pass something around, a little screwball something nice, some slight. Oh, you guys Listen, are, I'm bringing taking... I'm bringing my dog and I'm putting a barrel under his chin and I'm and I'm pouring out the little the, some some bourbon. Y'all, Again, don't talk, talk to me like some I'm some bastard who doesn't appreciate a good bourbon. I'm just trying That's to exactly make how I'll a talk case. to you. No. Well, you'd be wrong for that, sir. <laughs> All right. Stop. My point is this. We'll put the we'll put the screwball aside for now, okay? We can all agree. Let's come together now. First, instead of dividing, instead of dividing, let's unite. I'm reaching out to each of you, all of you watching on Twitch and YouTube, to my friends Jake and Mario in Chicago, my friend Jim down in Miami, Brian. I'm reaching out to everyone across the BetQL landscape. Let's unite, not divide. One thing we can all agree on: this everything bagel flavored milkshake is a horrid idea and whoever came up with it whatever their job is they should be fired by everyone there yeah i think it almost feels like it's it's the end of the night not the beginning of the night just just yeah it's it's like man all right time for the two minute drill mario have you cooked some things up for us my friend that don't involve peanut butter flavored whiskey yeah but uh it sounds really good right now maybe a little that and a milkshake all right, it's That's 10, nice. it's 10 yeah, 30 a.m. Peanut butter whiskey time, in, a, in a milkshake while you go to the gym in your three piece suit. You could do that. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. That should be a new punishment for Mario, bet for the cycle parlay punch. He has to go to, has to, go to the gym in a three piece suit. We might be onto something oh. here. Pass that along to Brown and Decker. They're going to love it. With, with a monocle and some wing and some and some wing tips. That'd be perfect. Top hat. Yes. And he has to walk up to people and try and sell them the little plastic Good hotels. Day, and gentlemen. No, he's, no, he's got to ask him for a spot. Yeah, he's got to ask him for a spot. That's way funnier. <laughs> Doing power clean. Yeah. Get it out of the bar. Oh my God. The vest gets stuck up under your chin. Yeah, I'm here for that. Oh, God, the worst thing about that, too, is I would try to up the weight and just fail miserably and, like, break my back. All right. The two-minute drill on a great Friday, yeah. February 23rd, 2024, baby. Let's go. Let's get into it. Starting the two-minute drill, let's look into a little upsets on the weekend because I feel like we see this all the time in college basketball. So I'm going to present mm-hmm. to you guys uh, two upsets back-to-back. We'll start with this. Wake Forest pulls the upset on Duke this weekend. What do you think here, Chris Mack? Uh, we tried this earlier in the week, guys. It didn't really go out for us. No. But no. part two, what happens? Yeah, I feel like this, uh, my attacking Duke here on the regular is going to backfire on me again. But I, look, we just got done talking to my boy John Martin about it. I like Wake Forest to, at the very least, cover against Duke. We'll see what the number is tomorrow when it opens up. But um, I really like Wake Forest to pull the upset on Duke. If this, especially if this thing is three or more, give me Wake in the points. Give me the Demon Deeks there, J Rod. 
Listen, I, I'm not going to take any more Duke slander. I, I have no ties to uh, the university, but after what I saw them do to the Hurricanes, who are an NIT team now, uh, Duke's won five in a row. They're in their moment right now. They're playing well. No way. No upset. Duke keeps on rolling. Honestly, I would take Duke, but I hate Duke. Uh, you know, UNC fan, so I'm just going to no comment on it. Sure. All right, but say in that conference, and I just mentioned them, so let's go to them, baby. Uh, Virginia upsets North Carolina at home. Fun fact for you guys. Virginia has an eight-game winning streak against UNC uh-huh. in their stadium. So what do you guys think here? Tuna drill. North Carolina goes down. J-Rod, I think, I think North Carolina goes down on the road in the ACC. Virginia... Mario mentioned the winning streak against UNC in Charlottesville. I think they keep it up. UNC seems prime for the taking right now. For the sake of my quickly eroding 11-1, to Virginia wins the ACC regular season title. (laughs) I would say yes, but I have no faith anymore. And I like Tony Bennett, the singer and the coach, but... Uh, I mean, if, if there's any upset that could happen, it would be. I'd love to see what the number is. But after that woeful performance, 41 points against Vatek, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see it. But uh, uh, let's manifest it. Let's manifest it. Yes, Virginia yes, will, be, will, will be upset. As, as as I look from afar. Uh, if there's an upset, I see a lot of screwball in my future. Um, yeah. So you know, what are you gonna do? But hopefully, RJ Davis can pull through with the boys. All right, next one. We'll go to the associations. Go up to the pros. We just got drafted. Uh, Timberwolves, minus four at home. It's got to four and a half now versus the Milwaukee Bucks. If you listen to BetQL Daily, you know NBA Jake is all over fading the Milwaukee Bucks. So I ask you guys, are we Thanks. fading this in the two-minute drill? Oh, man. I, I honestly am considering taking the other side as much as Doc Rivers is not to be trusted. I feel like if there's one spot where the Bucks may show up, it's in the first game of the final third coming out of the All-Star break. You're giving them four, four and a half. Look, the T-Wolves are really good. We talked earlier uh, this week, late last week, about the T-Wolves, and we think they could be a one seed in the West, maybe even make a run to the conference finals, maybe even beyond. I just feel like this is a spot where they come out with a little bit of a letdown, You know, Finch has talked a lot about them being immature this year. This seems like an immature spot. You come out of the all-star break with a little bit of Cabo brain. You're a little fuzzy. You're a little uh, hungover is not the word, but it is. Um, I think there's one where the young guys take a hit and the Bucs actually look like the Bucs play some defense first game after the break and cover the four uh, at the very least. If not, win outright, J-Rod. Yeah, this, this, this has got a contrarian better written all over, right? Bucks are three and seven under Doc Rivers. Minnesota's fifteen and five in their last twenty games at home. Rudy Gobert has been a double double machine. Seven straight games. Minnesota hammered the Bucks in Milwaukee a few days ago. Beat them by twenty four. Yeah, it seems like it's a buck spot, doesn't it? So, and, and as it keeps rising, I'll take the four and a half. Total could be interesting because, again, we keep being told the problem with the Bucks was their defense. That's what Doc was brought in for, 225 and a half. May take the under on that. But I'm more startled that the game starts at 10 o'clock Eastern. If I see a 10 o'clock Eastern game, I expect to see the Clippers or the Suns or the Kings, not the Bucks and the Timberwolves. Late start for that game. 
Very late start. Happy you mentioned the defense because I think this is a big night for Anthony Edwards. I think they're going to hunt for matchups of Dame versus Anthony Edwards. I think that's when Dame's going to go, gosh, I wish I wasn't on the basketball floor right now. Uh, Anthony Edwards is going to have a big one. So over 27.5 points. I really like that. What do you think? I think I like that too. Um, But I think I still like, well, 27.5. I can see him getting there. And maybe Cat doesn't show, or it's an Ant game, um, mm. but it's still a Bucks cover, maybe even an outright win. I don't mind your narrative. I could get on board with it and still find my way to the Bucks plus four and a half. Anthony Edwards tripped up. Oh, well, that's on the table. Anthony Edwards tripped up has to be the T Wolves covering. Fair plus one fifty money line Bucks winning straight up. So I know. Saying. I know. Just saying. Sure seems like a contrarian night. All right. From the hardwood to the diamond, baseball Hassan. Handsome Hassan can join in on these two, too, because he is the bright mind of baseball. Uh, So, two minutes old, Pete Alonso, plus 750 for home run leader. I believe this is a contract year for him uh, with the New Mm -hmm. York Mets. So, big year. He's going to need a big year if he wants the big moolah. So, I ask you guys, two minutes old, Pete Alonso, plus 750 for the home run leader. J-Rod, you laid out a good case for this earlier, so I'll let you lead off here because I got a contrarian play. I'll take it. I'll take I mean, first of all, plus 750. I, you know, he, guy hit 53 home runs in 2019 when he went, when he led the majors in home runs. 46 last year. In a walk year, he got $20 million in arbitration, but the Mets don't seem to be interested in talking about. And he's going to give 1000 bucks for every home run he hits to animal shelter. So there's your narrative right there. So hopefully he's given at least 50K to animal shelters across the country. Every dinger he hits. Uh, I like it. I'll take 750. I don't think he'll get it. Uh, I think my, my my horse in this is Jordan Alvarez, but I would definitely, I am interested at those numbers plus 750. I mean, you got Judge, you got Olsen, who led the majors last year, Schwarber all ahead, you know, and Peter, you know, ahead of Alonzo. I'll take the 750, but I love Jordan more at 14 to 1. Yeah, I I like Alonzo. The good guy narrative is a good one in a contract year like you bring up, J-Rod. I'll go a little farther down the board and find some value. He's going to get to focus on hitting 100% of the time. He doesn't have to worry about throwing. Yeah, there's some rehab stuff that has to go on with his arm. But Shohei, 11-1. to Shohei could go off for 40. And if you get an Aaron Judge injury year, right, maybe he doesn't get there. I think 40 to 44 is going to be the number. I could see Shohei getting there. And for a real long shot flyer, Tatis with a chance to maybe bounce back this Mm -hmm. year. The Padres maybe getting some things together in a way. 20 to 1? I don't hate that one either, Jake. Yeah, I, I would go the no on Alonzo. Uh, he's durable and he's always there, but between Otani and the other guys, I'm going to stick with my 200 with Tristan Cassis, though. Wow. Wait, Just remember, home runs go to die at Dodger Stadium. Home runs go to die in April and September at Dodger Stadium. Tough to hit a ball That's out true. of here. The marine layer, they call it, I think. Um, I've just heard that term used so many times that I'm now repeating it to sound smart to someone who grew up in L.A. It's Friday. We're going to wrap up the show next with lightning bets on BetQL Daily.